following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Can it be October already? Can it be week five of the National Football League season? Can it be a victory Monday at the Star? Welcome to Talking Cowboys. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips. Hello, everybody. Bill Hello. Jones, how are you? Doing very well. Had a late were... night last night on CBS 11. Yeah, why we, were you guys so late? Because we CBS had the late game yesterday, and it pushed us back. Uh, had Giants Saints 325, and so we, we go on late anyway at 1030, and then if the game runs over, they show the end of the San Francisco uh, Charger game after that, and so we got done at 1150 last night. So Noon game, huh? That's right. Yeah. Noon game, and you're done at eleven fifty, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on a pregame show. Exactly. And, yeah, at exactly. the stadium, nine o'clock in the morning. Exactly. So. Yeah. But I it's great to be here. I hope everybody wasn't like me when you finished with the cowboy stuff. I went to bed. Well, the cowboy stuff went all the way to the end of the news. No, you started with golf and baseball, and we don't start with. Golf no, no, I said you started when you started doing it. Not you start that you with start with it. You'll start with Ryder <laughs> oh, yeah, Cup yeah. on a Cowboys well, that is Sunday. It, though, yeah. On you, a Cowboys Sunday, I mean, even the Ryder Cup. Of course, the Ryder Cup, there was nothing to report on from an American perspective. Right. No, an, they got I blown mean, out again. We gave, that, right we there. gave that 20 seconds at the very end. That's of when it. I left. And, and Those you know much, 20 seconds. You know how much time the Rangers got? A mention. We, we got a farewell to Adrian Beltre, and mm. we got 15 seconds of the Rangers on. Man, I tell you what, the ratings were much better last night than they have been two of the first three weeks of the season because if the Cowboys win, they'll stay up to midnight and watch you. Yeah. And they'll tune in to Talking Cowboys. Absolutely. Good. Too. All right, so what's the big take away from Sunday? Let's start with the junior member of the <laughs> The junior member. And My, congratulations the table to, the height? It's higher than the kids' <laughs> table. I'm good. And congratulations to your Aggies. You survived against the Hogs on Saturday. They were they were meh, but thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you. Get above we 500. We won't get into to Jimbo Fisher. Off yeah, the welcome here. to Alabama this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Good times, right? Um, <laughs> my takeaway, get that breakfast spoon out, man. Zeke ate and ate some more and did it on a bad ankle and a sore knee, as he said. And if they were going to win this football game, they needed a game out of him like this one. And this, in my opinion, that's the best game I've seen him play as a Dallas Cowboy. When you factor in how banged up he was and how much he was limping in the locker room after the game uh, with you know whatever was bothering him, it seemed to happen sometime in the first half. He missed a couple plays. Uh, but when you see what he did running the ball and especially receiving the ball, and I know we'll get into that, uh, he just showed that he's a complete running back. And, and they, they leaned on him. Anybody like, surprised? Uh, no, um, but we haven't seen him that dominant yet this season, and a lot of it was opportunities. And, hey, look what happens when you get a two-score lead in the second half. You know, you can kind of lean on him a little bit. 
And sure, they, boy, they had to lean on him in the last drive as well, too. I mean, I heard it in his voice last week in the locker room. There was passion in his voice that I hadn't heard, and he was bound and determined to not only get his season on track, but get this team on track, I think. Yeah, and Dak said the same thing, that when he called them up after their warm-ups, that he could tell the, yeah. the, the excitement in his voice. And he said on the post-game TV show, uh, that he basically told everybody this game's going to define our season. We're either going to be one and That's three. That's the attitude they needed to have going and, into that thing. And if we win, too. we're two and two, and things will be a lot better. I and mean, I think they kind of played that way, I listening mean, to him. It's not often the game week four of the season is the crossroads point of your season, but I think that was yesterday. So it if anybody like thinks they want to dismiss uh, that it didn't matter when he missed six games last year, just circle this performance. Yeah, I, I I tell you what, I, I love what Rob said. And I love with what we saw with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that you know when you look at their ability to uh, to run block, to hats on hats, uh, you know the tough running they got. They got help from the wide receivers. Their tight ends actually helped in the running game uh, this week. Uh, you know that's something that they had to do. Everybody, the buzzword was about wrinkles. It really was about more about getting back to what they do well. Uh, this team, we've talked about it a bunch. They're not the, the Rams, but they, they, they have an identity. When they run the football, they can be very difficult to defend. Uh, they put their quarterback in some situations play-action-wise where it, it helped him. He made some quality throws. You know, he missed a couple here and there, but overall, you take his stat line every day the way he played. Uh, Mickey got his protection yesterday to throw the football. I think that was a real big, big plus. Um, I, I, the thing that it was a little bit disheartened to me. Oh, um, another positive for me was the, the defense. I didn't think they could get pressure on this guy. I really didn't. It came early with a slot blitz on third down. It kind of affected the way through, uh, they were able to take advantage of TJ Lang being out of the game at guard. I think that kind of messed the lines up in a couple different ways. My biggest concern, though, was the pass defense because I thought that was going to be a strength of this team. In the first three weeks, it really was a strength of this team, but they caught a different animal yesterday. Those three wide receivers are outstanding. The quarterback's outstanding for the Lions. I worried that was going to be a repeat of the Green Bay game where all of a sudden, you know, they get the ball at the end and they just kind of drive it on you and score with 10 seconds left. But, you know, maybe maybe a breakdown in the secondary helped you, you know, get 217 on the clock so you could finish that thing out. But, a lot of time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, but uh-huh. I, I just, you know, it, it, it's a tough, it's a tough matchup when you deal with those guys. It's, it, you know, we knew it going in that those receivers are capable of doing that. We're doing radio over here. You okay? <laughs> Checking your voicemail. I'm trying to turn the volume down. Is it okay? <laughs> well, maybe we do that before we walk in. Well, I walked but, in yeah, right when it was ready well, to start. We waited for you again, but you know. But anyway, it's it's. You know, that's the things that, you know, if you look at the game, like I said, the, the things offensively fell for them the right way, and that's good. I mean, that they did what they had to do. Defensively, they, they've got some work in that secondary to, to kind of figure some things out. What would you think? I uh, thought it was about execution, 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 and don't make mistakes. Like, make sure you turn off your phone before you come in. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But, I, you know, I, there's a narrative out there that uh, they fed Zeke. Well, they f- fed Zeke last week, too, yeah. but they didn't execute last week. Zeke stepped out of bounds on a 31-yard touchdown pass. He uh, dropped a third-down pass. He fumbled on a long run. But if you look at through three quarters of this week's game, Zeke had 20 touches. 
and the Cowboys had a 10-point lead. I'll bet you anything. Three, three quarters of last week's game, he had they had tried to get the ball to him 18 times. Now he there were miscues on three of those, and they were trailing by 18 points, and so that's why he didn't wind up with the 30 touches that he had yesterday. I'll bet you anything in Detroit right now, the talking heads are saying, on Johnson only got nine carries yeah. for 55 yards. Go. He averaged six yards a carry. They're behind right. in the second half. Right. And, and that's – Zeke said it. To your point, Brian, we got back to our old self. And a lot yeah. of that is building a lead and wearing a defense hey, down over four quarters. how about two penalties for 20 yards? Well, I mean, we saw on that one drive, I guess it was maybe in the third quarter, where there was a 10-yard penalty. Uh, and it, was, it may have been their first penalty of the game. They had no penalties at halftime. They had right? one on special teams. Okay, so yeah. it was an, on offense. They had one penalty. They were driving down the field, and it was around the 30-yard line. They had a hold or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Set Zeke back. had a block in the back. It was that a, was it. It, it was, was a, it. There was a block in the back, yeah, and it set him back. <laughs> I heard Mickey across the press box. He didn't love yeah. that one. Yeah. And oh, then, and well, then if you got a block, knock the hell out of him. Don't just have your hands there and nothing happens. But that was an illustration of one mistake on the drive, even if it wasn't a legitimate penalty, whatever, one mistake sets this team back and they can't overcome the one mistake. That's what happened in Seattle last week. That's what happened the week uh, in week one against Carolina. You get one mistake on a drive, you get behind the chains, and you can't overcome that. This team right now doesn't have the ability to overcome that. Yesterday, though, throughout the game, they were on point and they did not make those mistakes. And the result was they had a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and they almost blew that. Needed every bit of that. Exactly. You know, and, and they gave Detroit credit for three sacks, not five or six like they did when they got beat. And one sack, he was running, and he didn't get out of bounds, and they gave him a sack for a one-yard loss instead of throwing the ball away. Right. So really, two sacks. Really, and Well, the other one, too, he just turned his back. Right. And should have just gotten rid of the ball. Right. He's gotten out he of tried dodge. Kicked him out of field goal range. Yeah. He tried to spin yeah. out when he should have just and thrown that was, it yeah. away. And that was the play with the the drive with the penalty there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then he yeah. only got hit four times instead of ten times. So now you got time for routes to develop down the field. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they threw deep to Michael Gallup. Well, they've thrown deep to him before, right? You know, a lot of times they either didn't hit or he didn't catch it. And this was a pretty contested catch he made as a matter of fact he bobbled it like twice before he pulled it in so when you make plays and you execute when you protect the quarterback then you can get uh, 255 yards passing but when the guy's on his butt the whole game it's really hard to throw for 200 yards but if you want to talk about wrinkles they did take some deep shots early in the game and some of that is no because, huddle yeah no huddle no was huddle good. was more and of we've been the, saying that for a couple of weeks here that they needed to go yep. tempo yep that was more of the wrinkle than anything else. They tempo, went, went no huddle real quick. They yeah. didn't wait around. And as you wrote about, I mean, try to wear down those big Detroit linemen, yeah, right? Try the to. course of a game. Yeah. I mean, they, they, the, the, I think it was if the Cowboys would have never substituted, they could have played at a lot faster pace. But you can you sure. saw clearly Jeff Wright's the umpire. He has to stand over the ball until the substitutions are made. And so that's where I mean they they if they would have Cowboys would have just kept the same eleven personnel maybe on the field the whole time boom they they could have they could have played a lot faster in that game though so uh, you know hats off to uh, you know to the the coaching staff they did have a good, I thought it had a really good game plan it, when you you know but like everything everybody's mentioned here the execution the blocking you know the quarterback everything about that game offensively was how this team is capable of playing. 
You know, that, that's that's how they that's how they're going to have to win games. They're going to have to win games, running the football, play action. The receivers making plays when they can make plays. Take some shots down the field. Throw a screen pass for a big play. You know, the lineman did a heck of a job of getting out in space, not only on the screen plays and stuff, but running the football, pulling tackles, pulling guards, pulling centers. You know, if you're going to play four-man front against this team, get ready for uh, number 70 to be on the edge blocking for you. Be ready for number 52 being on the edge blocking. You know, those are things that are all very, very positive. And if you're able to get teams to spread out and have to defend that, now things are going to happen up for you inside. They can't crowd things up in there, and you can uh, maybe take a few more of those opportunities to run the ball inside like what they were doing with the uh, the read option stuff. And number 73 getting out there and blocking too. Like yeah, I, I yeah. know we call him Jumbo Joe, and he's jolly Second and Second level stuff. blocking some stuff for him yesterday. Yeah. and God, he was down there at the end zone helping – free Zeke to get into the end zone on that screen all pass, three but. offensive linemen on their feet blocking and that's key when you get guys outside and you get linemen usually they'll cut and on the ground and then it looks bad but all three of their offensive linemen were up and running down the field as that uh, play was developing Zach Martin said Joe Looney's the fastest offensive lineman on the team he said don't yeah. go to sleep on Joe's speed it's he like, did, but he was down there, he right? Was running, he was, he was running quickly. I got to look up Joe Looney's speed. Here. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm Zach's never put see. a stopwatch to him. <laughs> no, we're going to ask him. We're going to ask him Tuesday. You know, right to your point though, Brian, about the defense, and I don't think there shouldn't have been anyone in the stadium that was surprised when the Cowboys go up. They they drive 85 yards in 16 plays, take eight minutes off the clock. I wouldn't. And then they have to settle for a field goal and a six-point lead. There should have been nobody in that stadium or watching on TV surprised that Matthew Stafford was able to drive 75 yards in six plays for the touchdown. And for that matter, even the drive before that. And that's where I've been concerned about the Dallas defense from the beginning of the season – from that standpoint, when you go up against a potent offense that has to score, can you stop uh, them? Can you stop them? And yeah. Because that was not the case against Carolina or Seattle, because of what, especially by because of what was happening with Dallas offensively. Once those teams got leads, they shut it down right. offensively. Right. And so Matthew you know, Stafford was I, I, able. And and also to your point, I mean the. The saving grace for the Cowboys is that they scored uh, fast enough that they left enough time on the clock for them oh, they, to they left them two seventeen. Yeah. yeah, they left them two seventeen. Right. I, I think the thing that uh, that was the most uh, disheartening to me, uh, you know, was with, with offensively, if you want to say it, is the fact that you know the Austin drop cost them four points, and then also too though you look at the you know not you know, the pass. You can say what you want. The pass to Rico gathers whether it was well designed or poorly thrown or whatever. You know you can take whatever opinion you want there. But that was another opportunity right there. I mean you know back in the day, and I, I was I just again had these flashbacks of Green Bay in my head last year where you you leave you know you leave a quality quarterback enough time. You're not covering their receivers all that well. Yeah, you're right. You knew going in this was going to be, you know, I just worried about them driving the football and taking the complete time off the clock and then yep. you get in back with 10 seconds left with no shot to win the game. Right. And you'd have looked at those that series and said, okay, run the ball four times there. I mean, I admire the coaches for going for it on fourth and one. I learned something yesterday that you have yep. to recover the fumble if it goes into the end zone. I didn't know that rule. But, uh, you know. So. I think it's on fourth down. 
Fourth down only. Well, what now, are the officials? Or, or so if you get inside the two-minute rule. Two-minute two minute rule. Two minute rule. Oh, I knew, I, I knew that yeah. rule. Yeah. But when the, one official signaled touchdown and then the other three went running mm-hmm. in like, no, whoa, wait a minute, bro. You, you know, no, you <laughs> don't know the rule, you know, and you're an official. But, <laughs> right. But I, I think that to me that, that you know, I give Garrett credit for going for it that particular time. I thought that was the absolute right thing to do. Even though his defense was playing with a little bit of peril, but man, and you we, know, we also learned that Blake Jarring can make a catch in an NFL game. That is true. Yep. That is true. But the, the the thing about it is, I just wish they would have just hammered that thing in. Beautiful drive, you know, all the plays, the yep. yardage, the way they were kind of mixing and matching it, and you know, you think it just finished this thing by hammering it in four times, you know, and and but. You know, you get a little cute with it, and and then you know you have to kick a field goal, and it, and it puts you in harm's way. First in goal at the six. That would have been. And they ended up with that. Field okay, goal. on the pass to Swain, that was way too high. Uh, did it? it got to throw it earlier. Yeah, and it, it looked like Swain was open. He was open. You got to yeah. throw it earlier, and he did it on the waggle to start the game. He threw the ball. There's sometimes where Dak will he'll drift and drift and drift, and we're and we're all in the box yelling. Now's the time. Throw it! Yeah. You know, and he and he but yesterday, what did he do? He got Swain kind of Swain, they sold it hard, play action left, and and you it drew everybody. Swain just pivoted and whoop, went up the sidelines. And, you know, but he got him the ball quick, and then they allowed, then you got some blocks down the field. If he throws the ball on that play the way it was designed on the on the goal line, he's got him. He's just got to got to go with it. He just can't keep drifting. You run out of space. So I'm wondering out. if if he knew he was late with it, and it's, it can be a dangerous pass. Oh, that thing could be clanging around exactly. in there. Exactly. Yeah. So he tried to put it high where Swain was the only one who could get it, and it just sailed. Well, he had a, he had yeah. a, he had somebody behind Swain, yeah, I mean, too. That's the other thing. Gallup was, Gallup was behind him, and yeah. I'm thinking, oh, geez, don't was let it hit Gallup. Yeah. You know yeah. what? That play was destined to fail because they had to call timeout yeah. before they ran that yeah. play. And I saw him go and tap. Tavon Austin on the helmet. Like he like, didn't know where it's the okay. line Because oh, right. he was that's lined up right. like a the shovel play. slot pat, a yeah. slot back yeah. or whatever they yeah. used to he call those guys. Right and and then he lined up there again. And I said, oh, they're going to give it to him on a yeah. round. And yeah. they didn't. Rob, yeah. Rob has I mean, a... all that said, like Brian said, first and goal at the six. Zeke averaged six yards a carry. Just run it four he, times. This is just, gotta, this is just me. No, it's just me too. I, but, I hand it to him. He, but, he, they but couldn't stop him. All I'm, I'm thinking every time you throw the ball, it's incomplete. The clock is not moving, and you did a hell of a job to get it to that point. Just keep the clock moving. You know, you know, run it. Okay, it's another minute. Keep it. Oh, run it again. It's another. You know, just don't leave them any time to do anything. And then if you score. Now they're they're in harm's way. They can't come back and win that way. Because so, you end up throwing it twice, right? Yeah, right. And there was five forty nine left. Exactly. If you had run, run. Give me a. Give it me would a, have been down to three fifty. Exactly. Exactly. And was uh, was Zeke? Did he come off on that drive? Well, he was getting spelled a little bit by Rod Smith. Rod Smith came know. in for a, a one uh, minus one. Well, he took the first carry. He ran first and goal at, right. at the yeah. six. Right. He, he ran for two. But I wonder if he was hobbled a little bit to where they. And that might have played a role in their thinking that he didn't. If I'm have. Gary Brown, I look at him and I'm like, bro, I need you right now. Yeah, I yeah, need you yeah. to go in there and score me a touchdown. I've got to, you know, you've got me to this point. Just please finish this thing off for me. Yeah. 
Although they only needed two twenty-two to go down and score. Oh, I know, but but if you maybe if you score the touchdown, you put a little more pressure. You put on a little them. bit more pressure on them to have to make. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, take our first break here. We uh, want to take your phone calls as well, and uh, we continue. And I want to find out what went wrong on that Golden Tate second touchdown when we come back on Talking Cowboys in a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are a American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. I got huh? it. I got it. Crunch time. Cowboys come through in crunch time on Sunday. And crunch, I knew that was going to be a crash. Crunch time is where you got to stay cool. Nobody's better at keeping you cool under pressure, Brian, than Tommy John. You know it. Tommy John underwear has moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep There's germs that word. and perspiration at bay, and I nailed it on the first try. That means no discomfort, no adjustment. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com. Ford slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. Good God, Mickey. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. What do you That's want? My, <laughs> That's my fault. I wanted this card <laughs> that has the phone number. Don't you know the I phone can't number by now? the phone number. Our toll-free call-in line, 888-855-2297. What the going on? <laughs> Yes, we got some back here on Talking Cowboys. Here, you got some right there. Oh, poor Mickey. Clean, clean up your mess. Poor Mickey. All my good notes right there. <laughs> All spilled on his legal pad. Oh, the wheels are <laughs> off. Good thing they won, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, we've got, we've got, that was a 15-yard penalty. We've got first and 25 starting this segment. Oh. You know... What? The Star District offers over 30 restaurants and retail spaces. Please tell me, Cowboys Bill. Cowboys-themed campus. They all got the napkins. The perfect place to shop 
dine, bring the whole family. For more info on all the star has to offer, visit thestarinfrisco.com and make sure you're there on Tuesdays. Thank you for doing at that. Concrete Cowboy. Six to seven tomorrow night. Six to seven tomorrow night. Who will we be featuring? I think I'm involved. I think Mickey, I mean, you might be involved. And I think Derek Eagleton's involved. And I don't know who the third party. Maybe you know, I'm sh- off this week. Yeah, so, maybe, so we'll see. Maybe Hellman. We'll see somebody. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a fiery group, no doubt yeah, about it. And yeah, and you got Derek Eagleton there, so you can get into a little Texas OU talk. No, nah, I'm not going to do that, Bill. Oh, okay, no All Texas right. OU talk today. <laughs> it's a Cowboy Monday tomorrow night. It is yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday night. Six to seven, Concrete Cowboy in the Entertainment District at the Star in Frisco. All right. I like it. Okay. Now, what happened on the Golden Tate second touchdown? Handle this one, Mickey. Um, I think they had another busted coverage. Me, yeah. Well, clearly they had a busted coverage. Chris Richard told the, you, right? On the TV broadcast, on the TV broadcast, Charles Davis uh, was doing the game, and uh, the blame was uh, laid squarely on the shoulders of Anthony Brown. That he didn't, didn't That he didn't get enough depth. depth. Yeah. Yeah, but if you saw the way he played it, he was playing it underneath. Yeah, he it wasn't was. like it he was to me scrambling. like he thought he had deep help. Right, and right. he should have because they were in a cover three. Right, there you go. And uh, Chidabe Awuzie, for some reason, bit on the guy in the slot. Kenny Galladay was... Was it Galladay? Yeah. 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 And, and there was they a safety there. basically stacked the two there, Tate and Galladay right. there. And, and Tate ran what basically was a, like a, a wheel, wheel route. Yep. And Galladay went towards the middle. And, and and Brown was supposed to get depth underneath and make sure if the throw was over there, it had to go over him. Woods so was, it was safe, high. deep safety in the middle. Is and, that right? Uh, uh, yes. 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 Yeah. And so that, it, that's what should have happened. And... Awuzie should have moved over, and I think you can tell by the body language of Chris Richard afterwards when they were on the bench, he was directing his ire kind of in Awuzie's direction, and not the Anthony Well, we should have with Frazier. I don't know. I think it was Frazier. I think it was Frazier there, was. if I remember, because he got caught short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Frazier. Yeah. It wasn't Frazier Woods. Frazier in the middle. Woods had yeah. enough problems, but, I mean, it was – yeah, it was Frazier got Which, caught. Which, by in. the way – are we starting to develop a deal here with uh, when Jeff Heath's on the field? They don't play very well defensively. <laughs> oh, whoa! When Jeff Heath is on the not field? on the field, you said on the field, not on the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if Jeff played one of his best games. No, he either. missed a couple he, tackles, and he ended up with a stinger on the shoulder. I thought he got a concussion. Yeah. yeah. So do, hang on, do we not call that penalty when the I was running back lowers his head. Just going to say that. That Someone helmet rule. Me. I mean, that includes the running back, right? It's yeah. lowering it's your head. It's supposed to. Initiating contact. And that was intent, I, right? I just, those both. On those the goal rules. line, I don't think they're going to call that. Right. I, I just don't. I don't. I just don't think they're going to call it in that situation when a guy's trying to score. I just, I, that's, that's one of those things. I, I understand what you, what you guys are saying. And I, and matter of fact, Nate and I even talked about it in the studio when it happened. I said, he lowered his head there, and Nate looked at me like, "Any trying to score?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but yeah, I guess intent, you're right. I guess still. it's the intent. Yeah, is he trying to? I I don't know. I don't know the rules anymore. Matter of fact, the catch that was ruled a catch, I think Tate with the ball looked like it was moving. He really didn't have control. Oh, we but, still don't know what a catch is. But it was a catch. Yeah, and then I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, that doesn't look like a catch, but okay, now it's a catch. All right, I get it. So yeah, I don't really know the rules. Well, at least they got one of those right. Yeah. When yeah. the guy trapped the ball on the ground. Well, that's true. It, they challenged it. And the next one, his top hand came off the ball. That's what I thought myself. Yeah. 
I mean, it looked like to me it was kind of moving around there. So I don't know. But, uh, you know, it, it's I, I will give Jeff Rice some credit. He got the in the intent of the rule for roughing the passer. He absolutely got it right because he was blowing the whistle. His hand was in the air and the Lions defender clearly ran into the left shoulder and, and could have caused some problems for, uh, you know, hitting Dak Prescott in the back that way. So good call on his part. And it looked to me like the Lions defender knew that he had committed a foul yes. as soon as he did it, the way he pulled back. Heard the whistle. Yep, that's right. Yep. He had a chance, to, he had a chance, but he just didn't stop. So, you know, if they don't, and the defense, you know, if they had just given up 17 points, don't give up that touchdown there, you would have said, okay, fine, yeah. right? You know, make them kick a field goal. Yeah. Carry on Johnson for as good as he was. Did you see his final numbers? Yeah, nine. I was going to explain. But, but what that. was his long run? Thirty-two first yards. play of the yeah. game. Thirty-two. So he's nine had, for fifty-five. Yeah. yeah. So I was, mean, eight, eight for eight for twenty-three. Yeah. See, to me, that's that's where you know you look at this and you go, okay. And Blunt had seven carries for twelve yards. I'll take that. And that yeah. was the first play of the game, right? Yeah. Right. The the thing that worries me is again this secondary. And Bill, if you if, you, if that's what you're talking about, that it worries me that they you know that they they allowed some of the plays that they did and you know it's not all I mean they clearly had a plan going in to go after Awuzier and go after Brown in this game Awuzier seemed like he was getting targeted constantly they never threw the other way did they never did go the other way and you know and that's where that's where you know you're gonna have to sit there and and Awuzier is a tough guy mentally he really really is and you know he can take the the punishment that 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 coach is gonna that that Chris Richard is gonna coach him hard but he could take it you know he's he's a tough guy he'll bounce back that kind of stuff but um, it's a little bit of concern. You know, they, what they played dime one time in the game yesterday, Mickey. And he fell down. They gave up a touchdown on it. Fell and, you know, down. Everybody's like going, what about Jordan Lewis? Why didn't you play Jordan Lewis? And then, you know, you see what happens there. And I'm not just picking on Jordan Lewis. I'm just saying, if you want to know overall, that, that's a tough team to have to defend. With you know, The receivers had 262 yards in receptions. Yeah. You know, think about that. that. 15 catches as a group for 262 yards, I believe the number was, at the end of the day. That's a great trio of wide receivers. And a quarterback that could get it to him as well. Yeah, and yeah, the Lewis play, uh, as, as Golden Tate comes out of his break, Lewis Off slips. balance. And, nice. and, he's, yeah. and then he jukes Jeff Heath down yeah. the sideline and makes a hell of a play. and 83 yards on two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. And they basically the guy slips and you have a busted coverage. You know, Wuzier wasn't like he was getting beat beat. He was yeah. there. The passes right. were yeah. perfect, yeah. and he couldn't right get a hand line. on the ball. See, that's what I'm saying. If you're in that position, you're like, man, just make a play here. And it, but all right, you're right. I mean, there there was some tremendous happened, adjusting catches there. Well, I mean, what but, about on the other side? The, the what. Could have been a touchdown pass to Tavon Austin. Darius Slay, one of the best corners in the league, mm. is right there with the coverage. And it still, it could have been completed. Yeah, it should have okay. been completed. Right. It was right in his hand. Right, it was. Except it's the other hand but, was but it in was, there grabbing his but hand, But Cheeto had several plays like that where he is in great position, but yeah. it was like pinpoint I guess you give him credit. You know, yeah, you give him credit right. for throwing the ball, but man. And I you, think you give Dak credit for putting that ball to Tavon like he did. You know? Yeah. And the, and the pass to Zeke and the, went and crunched time too i mean it was a perfect throw over yeah. the shoulder it yeah. was a willie mays catch it was yes yep. yep. yeah all right let's go to phil in louisiana you are on talking cowboys hello phil hey bill i'm glad you're back because i've been waiting a while to call you back with another word of the day all right uh, 
Today's word of the day is compendious. <laughs> compendious. Word of the yeah, day. Was that a thing? For, it's a synonym for pithy. Uh, you know, in honor of Brian. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, this. I'm. I'm uh, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm trying to be. Called you have a question? Man, I'm. I'm lost, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you got a question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or a oh, comment man, would be I'm good right now. Busy, so. Yeah. Look, when I'm do we get smart in Louisiana? By the way. <laughs> well, I mean, when the water levels lowered, you know. Yeah, I, I went to school in Louisiana, so I can make that comment. It, it must be in northern Louisiana. All right, it must it was, be. But the no, word, no. but the word was compendious. Bill. Compendious. <laughs> containing or presenting the essential facts of something in a comprehensive but concise way. I think that pretty much describes Brian Broaddus yeah. and yeah. his analysis of cowboy games. But go uh, ahead. Or right. talking cowboys. Wanna, uh, you guys are covering just about everything uh, I thought and on the uh, game itself. But I guess I'm par- uh, segueing into uh, our guy, Earl Thomas. I lost a bit of respect for him yesterday when he did that flip job and I guess this dovetails into my question about player contracts. Uh, I wanted to know where you guys were at on that. I mean, they're happy with the contracts when they sign them, but at some point they think, uh, I'm say they, meaning that factional player that uh, uh, will not play unless his contract's go to negotiated. And I know that takes into account not a, maybe not a majority of players, but players like Earl and, and Le'Veon and some of these other guys that will sit out I just wanted to know where you guys were at on stuff like that because, I mean, I know ownership, they don't, they want to uh, renegotiate if they need help from a player to for salary cap space, but when it comes time to negotiate a player wanting it, what, 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 what's your guys' take on that? Appreciate All right, we appreciate that. the call, Phil, in Louisiana. I don't know, Pete Carroll said it was a big stadium. You know, he could have been – could have been pointing it that may not have been directed towards the Seahawks sideline. Hmm. <laughs> that's one of those Brian. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. that's a hmm moment. Look, <clears throat> when you're a veteran player like that and you sign a nice contract like that, you've got to put some protection in that last year that's of the contract. Exactly right. You got to look at. All right, he, here's he I'm looking at his contract. Agent. Yeah, he, here's his contract where that he signed four years. $40 million, signing bonus $9.5 million. His average salary was $10 million. Guaranteed at signing was $19.7 million. Okay, so he made in 2014, he was at $6.7 million. Well, $4.7 was his base. His base in 15 was 5.5. His base in 16 was 8 million. His base in 17 was 8.5 million. And his base in 18 was 8.5 million. If he did not want to uh, go the distance on that contract, then his salary in that last year needed to be 17 million or whatever. Right. He needed to negotiate that at the beginning when he did the contract if he wanted to get out of the contract. Or there had but to be he, some option that in there. That was a very club friendly con- contract on the backside of that to keep him for the duration. And Seahawks won in the contract deal there. I mean, basically. Yeah, but they lost their safety it's, to injury. That's too. right. And now, that's you know, right. they're they're just like the Cowboys. They're, and they lost they're their safety. They lost their safety mentally. Yeah. Uh, even in, yeah. in the offseason. So, yeah, so if he is a if he's a player that the club really covets and wants to keep on his team, he, you want to keep him happy too. He will rehab somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. He will yeah, have his surgery right. and he will and he will rehab right. somewhere in that area and he might even come back to Texas to rehab his stuff. But, but the know, lesson learned for Earl Thomas is 
he should have taken care of this at the contract. When he signed the contract, his agent or whoever should have made sure that he had an out at the end of that contract. Or, or, or what you need is a roster bonus in March right. that says, okay, right. if I'm here, cover yourself for the next year. Yeah. Make that bonus big enough that they've got to make a decision if they're keeping you. And if they want to keep you, then instead of paying that bonus, they'll renegotiate the contract and extend you. Wow. And that's agent, what you agent have to do. That's, that's he's, got well, the, he's got a vest no, no, on. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. You've got to protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's because, because, right. and I'm sure they looked at it as like, oh, this contract's going to finish when I'm 29, so I'll get another contract. Well, okay, but now you're going to be 30, and is everybody going to pay you? Now yeah. you're at the mercy of your rehab, and you know, does somebody want to trade for him for a seventh round pick? Well, you know, he's got a situation too where it was a bone. It wasn't his knee or yes. ligaments. He or was knee. fortunate. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, was, it was just a break that he can heal up and be ready. So that shouldn't affect him for, for, for free agency. I have a feeling, though, guys, in a few years, we're going to see a big, big, big fight for guaranteed contracts. I think this is going to be a big holdup. 2021. Yeah. I think so. I think that we will all probably need to be doing something else in our lives because this thing is not going to go forward. With, uh, with the way it currently is. They're going to fight for the, their, their drug policy. They're going to fight for guaranteed contracts. They see what's going on in the NBA. They see what's going on in Major League Baseball. This is the only professional league that doesn't have guaranteed contracts. They have them to a point. We've seen some guaranteed money with quarterbacks. That seems to be the one, you know, the yeah. you know, Kirk Cousins, Cousins deal. Got, a, got a guaranteed deal. But the, for everybody else, nah, this is, this is not going to be the case. See, so, and the problem is... It's easier to guarantee contracts when you have 15 guys on a roster and 25 guys on a roster right. than when you have 53 on the roster. Right. And now you're going to start with this status thing. Well, I guaranteed you this. Well, what about me? I'm yeah. not getting it. Right. So that that causes a problem, especially it's gonna with, be a fight. That, Get with, ready. with the level of injuries that, that happen in the NFL compared to the other sports. Well, you mentioned Thomas. At this point, if you're Seattle – you let him go in free agency, and you get yeah. you get a third round compensatory pick or yeah. something like that. Back. John made his bed, so John well, made his bed. He, as John, long as he comes back and plays well, right? Well, well, he'll he'll on. sign with somebody. He'll I, sign he'll with somebody. Sign. And still has to get a big deal somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure he. They said it's a it's a deal. It's a clean break, and he'll be back. Was and, it on his shin or his ankle? I don't know that. Because I thought it was his Achilles the way no, they were no, treating it. No, it was a non no, not his lower Achilles, leg but fracture. It, it, originally, that's the way it looked, the way they were treating it. Yeah. yeah. He'll get paid. Uh, he'll Well, okay, I, I shouldn't say he'll get paid to his, you know, probably what he's making. I mean, they're going to look at the market and say, okay, this is, but he's going to have to, he's going to get a decision where he would like to go play. I, I just believe somebody will take that opportunity. Yeah. That. He just may not get $14 million a year. Somebody brought up Seattle franchising him. I, I bet he'd rather retire at this point than be in that situation with Seattle next year. The way he has talked about and the way that unfolded yesterday with the bird, I mean, wow. That's not a good situation. Okay, so there. what if the Cowboys had made that trade and then his first game with the Cowboys that happens? I mean that's, that's, just, that's, that's what happens. Very, very reminiscent of Joey Galloway. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. There you go. Very reminiscent. I mean I, I remember yep. sitting in a, a hot, tired press box getting my ass kicked by the Philadelphia Eagles and that guy's laying on the field and then the report is he blew out his knee. Who first round? Talk picks. about throwing up in your mouth. Is that yeah. the pickle juice game? Yeah. Yes. They, they mauled our ass. They really, really did. So maybe the Seattle Seahawks give them a finger back and say, We franchised you. God. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. And, and talk I talk about I was, ugly. I was Ooh. hearing some rumors and speculation. Again, I don't want to make this all about Earl Thomas talk, but 
Did somebody, and I need to ask somebody, maybe you guys know, did, did he, John Snyder come out and say he would trade, he would take a second-round pick from anybody but Dallas? I is that, is that. that I've never seen John Snyder talk publicly about well, it. Maybe I mean, there were some whispers. Somebody that, brought up a second round pick. Did, that Dallas, now it's yeah. a solid second round. Well, if pick. Dallas, I'm sure it was one of those Sunday if morning Kansas, reports. If Kansas City wanted him for a two, they would give him up. But Dallas had to go two and something else. Oh well, I, to I, go. I, there was a Schefter story yesterday about what Mickey said. I mean, they they still want a second round pick for him. Right, but it, but, but yeah, but the the, the kicker <laughs> was that he, if you the Dallas if Dallas wanted the player, they were going to have to offer more than the two that Snyder was willing to take the two from anybody else but the Cowboys. That's what I was kind of hearing some whispers on. Well, good. So now we might take a sixth. (laughs) He's going to get a three. He's going to get a six now for an injured player. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's can you trade a guy if he's on IR? I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to trade an injured player, but that's we'll we could make it sure look at the rules. (laughs) And, and so Mickey, Mickey's going to look that up during the break. Yes. We'll be back with more of Talking Cowboys in just a moment. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit directtvnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code Real Deal. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Want to use what we use? Jack Blast is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys and Talking Cowboys for sure. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves plus a full size lip balm for just 10 bucks and free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use code Cowboys. A couple of those words, it's like Is it Jack Blast? It's <laughs> what, was, what do we open it's, with? It's like postseason baseball. It's like just, me. just outside, you know. Just, just a bit outside. Uh, I was yeah. thinking Mickey's reading this just like I would. Just mess up three or four words <laughs> as we go along. Jack Blast. That's why I, I like. thought it was Jack Blast. It is. No, you get a blast from Jack Black. 
There you go. <laughs> I like it, Mickey. I like that. That's I like, a good I like Mickey's reads. Yeah, what Mickey's I, reads are the best. Uh huh. They are. You know, Kaboot, Texas is coming ah. May 10th through the 12th, and I'm not going to do the read because I've got it memorized now. May 10th through 12th <laughs> at AT&T Stadium. It's Kaboot, Texas. Yeah. And we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay. And you can get your tickets now or your passes now, early bird passes at KaboomTexas.com. That is spelled K-A-A-B-O-O, KaboomTexas.com. Hoping Led Zeppelin shows up for God, this. God, wouldn't that be there great? Yeah. yeah. Kaboo Town, I'd be there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kaboo. I said it right, didn't I? Kaboo. Almost mickey there. It's kind of I'm just what I anxious want. to find out when we find out. You look like you're performing yeah. at Kaboo Town today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a vest on. That's right. What are you and you and Dean Martin going to do a little it's, show? It's, it's, vest, it's Vest Monday again. Yeah. Start spreading the news. He's a, you know what he is? He is a vested veteran. He is a vested veteran. <laughs> I wish I was. I'm with, a veteran. With a guaranteed contract. I wish I was. <laughs> I like that look there. Yeah, he's Thank the, you. He's one of the yeah. rack pack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas. Al Martino. He looks yeah. like he's... Come see uh, Dean yeah. Martin, Mickey Spagnola, just Sammy a, Davis just Jr. Just need a martini right now. <laughs> can we get a martini at Concrete Cowboy tomorrow night? I bet you yeah. can. Make you a really yeah, good one. dressed like that. Yeah, especially especially if you wear your vest. Yeah, they have. All right. right. In fact, is Nate there? Oh, Nate's always there, okay. sweating up a storm. You've got to wear that with Nate there. With you, Nate? You remember how Nate used to get on everybody in the media and uh, what they wore on the team oh, chart? Oh, you see him in the pregame or the postgame show. He dresses up nicely in the postgame. Yeah. Yeah. The glasses look, too. That looked yeah. good last Four. night. Him and, him and Kevin Gogan, he yeah. would be all over what the media would wear on the team charter. Yeah. Poor Bill Swanbeck. Yeah, yeah, Bill Swanbeck, who is a TV reporter for Channel 4. And uh, who Nate, was it, Gogan or Nate that we on him the most? all over yeah. him. When Did he have like a 1970s suit? Well, he had these sport coats and Nate back Rick almost Renner? in, the, Rick almost in the time of leisure suits. Yeah. Oh, no. And Nate Nate would see it and he goes, oh, Swanee, you go, go to the Salvation Army to get that coat? <laughs> That's, I mean, he would just kill him. Uh, you'd see on the charter, you'd see Nate coming down the aisle and I would just bury my head yeah, in a newspaper your outfit. or something. <laughs> cover, cover your outfit. <laughs> Who did he, he used to like, pick? It was like to... my one month of law school where I just buried my head in the book hoping I wouldn't get called on. Yeah. You know? He and used I'm to pick 16. on the guy that was the editor of uh, Cowboys Weekly. Um Oh, 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 Ron Spain. Ron Spain. Yeah, Ron Sp- because he was, he was Ron the most would, quiet, unassuming. He didn't person say anything, right? But yeah. one, if there were. T- 15 stories in the weekly, Ron wrote 10 of them, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so he'd come walking by, and Nate goes, Bye, Ron Spain. <laughs> Bye, Ron Spain. <laughs> oh. And you know what? Pam Oliver went to school with him. Yeah. At uh, Ron Florida A&M. A&M. No, with Nate. Oh, yeah. Florida we've heard, A&M. We've heard this. And this, Pam this? would talk about how yeah. he would sit at the fountain where everybody had to walk by during. Uh, classes changing, and he would do the same thing there, just that. calling everybody out mm-hmm. what they wore. Love That's it. Funny. That is funny. All right. The best player on the field yesterday, obviously, was Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Who was the best defensive player for the Cowboys yesterday? Demarcus Lawrence. Do you see his Three lines? Sacks. Yeah. Eight yes. tackles, 
Three sacks. Speaking of getting paid. Three quarterback hits, two tackles for losses. Plays the run well, too. That's where I was going. Like, yeah. Brian was talking about how they stopped the run. He's a part of that. And only, yeah. and only Everybody wants to talk about his sack numbers, but that was a big part of what he did last year to get in the Pro Bowl. The guy is chasing down plays everywhere from all over the field. And he's a complete football player. And you're right. He's going to get paid. Keeps this up. He's going to get paid. What, what's he making this year? 17, 17 million? Yeah. Plus... He's going to be just fine. Yeah. Maybe you don't have a place at the end for older old Thomas at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, Mickey will will tell me that they could sign everybody, which he's probably right about that. But you know what? I'll I'll give a shout-out, too, to not just one guy. I'll give a shout-out to the linebackers as a group. When you look at what Van Der Esch, Smith, and I'll even throw Damian Wilson in there a little bit because what did those guys do? They came up with – I want to say they came up with 17 tackles. For yep, the three was, of them. It was seven for Jalen, six for right. Van Der Esch, and four right. for yeah. Damian Wilson. Okay, so with that being said, you were looking for how do you make up for Sean Lee's 11 tackles? You know, how do you make up for that? And I, I think those three guys did a really nice job. Jalen Smith, I give him a lot of credit. You know, the blitz, the way he was able to kind of fake the blitz and then show up on the blitz and attack the pocket and help with sack. You know, again, I, I didn't think they were going to be able to get pressure on Matthew Stafford the way they did. I mean, his numbers were great, Matthew Stafford, but they were able to affect him in, in some of those throws. And I yeah. I feel like, though, that they were looking for a reason. We, we were all like going, okay, how do you get by without Sean Lee? How do you get by without Sean Lee? That was going to be the biggest question mark. And I, if those if those linebackers can continue to play where it's six, seven, four, or you know, nine, uh, eight, three, you know, if they can continue to put numbers together where it, it makes up for Sean Lee like that with those tackles, th- this this team will be all right until they get him back in the lineup. Vander, I'm sorry, Van, yeah, Van Der Esch, he's, he's instinctive. He, he, he's diagnosed his plays, and he's got the physical tools to go finish plays and defeat blocks. Um, Lawrence is credited with the only quarterback hits in the game. Which, three of them. Three of them. How surprised? Smith. I thought Smith had one on the blitz. You know yeah. what? They got around him and made him uncomfortable. Sure, that was. I mean, th- th- yeah, twenty-four for thirty is still good numbers. It is. Yeah, you know, but but it, I think it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, I think, and and they did. There were some third downs. They were able to get around him and affect the way he threw the football. Make throw him over the top of him or. Sack him in the pocket. I mean, there was a couple times I thought when there's some sacks, they were going to be able to get the ball out of there. Yeah. Maybe create a turnover. But I think those numbers could have been – they could have been a lot higher for Stafford if they didn't have the pressure that they had. You Greg, know, Gregory got some pressure early. Yeah. Uh, Brian mentioned Taco Charlton. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, Tyrone Crawford getting Crawford, pressure. Yeah, Taco he, had a tackle for loss. So, yeah, they were affecting him. And, and hey, you, you have Dave, David Irving eligible to come back this week. We'll see what kind of need him. See what kind of shape he's in. Yeah, because we don't know what's up with, uh, with Antoine Woods, who left with a calf injury in the middle of the game. And speaking of uh, David Irving, so they will get a roster exemption, exemption. for him. Uh, and, but he'll is allowed to practice. And then by Saturday, Saturday they have to make a decision if they're going to put him on the 53 or not. And then. If they don't, then by Tuesday he automatically goes on, and you're going to have so to. So they make get a, a one week. They they they. It's almost like 
they'll automatically get it. They got to apply for it, but they'll get it. So one week exemption. Do you have yeah. to. Okay. Well, if he's going to play Sunday, do you have to cut somebody? Sun- yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. You will. But you yeah. can go through the week of practice. Yeah. So they, yeah. they will not make a decision on him and until all Saturday. Until Probably until Saturday. after Friday's yeah. practice. Yeah. Yeah. There'll yeah. be an email on Saturday that says that yeah. David Irving is if he's ready. Re- yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, and, and you know he hadn't pushed against it. You can do all the running you want. He hadn't pushed against anybody. But they might be in such a bad shape if there Antoine because can't yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Because if you know you get him back now, he's going to play the three. You hope that you maybe get Collins back. You heard anything on Collins, Mickey? Uh, you know he it it it. They said he didn't practice on Friday, right? But he did some of the individual drills. Okay, so he didn't do enough to qualify practicing, but he was moving around pretty okay. well. Well, it'd be nice to have him because what happens is you lost Woods, who's a one. You lost a nose tackle there for probably a couple of weeks. And then you're, you're now you're thinking, okay, well, David Irving is really a three technique or an under tackle. You got Crawford, who's already kind of playing as the under tackle. Not kind of, he's the starter at the under tackle right now. Where they're a little light is that one technique. So, you know, they need to get they need to get Collins back. You know, Reed, I thought Reed was okay in the game. I mean, he was active. It's clearly they haven't. He hasn't worked with the other guys. I mean, in training camp, he got some work with him. But the stunts and things that they need, how clean that needs to be, where he needs to be, where the other defensive end needs to be, you know, that's stuff that, you know, they'll only get with better with practice. But I think they're a little bit of a – there's some there's some problems. They're going to need David Irvin to be active, I think, this weekend against the, against the Houston Texans. Now, when they played Reed, he was playing one technique. He was playing the right? one, right, right. And it does sound like David Irving is in better shape than he was OTAs when he, you know. Looked like me. Weight was not good. Yeah. Not, no, you look great. No, he, thanks. He, he was not Don't in the lie. Shape, he was not in the shape that they wanted him to be in for sure. Yeah. So, now, Woods, now this morning – Jason thought he and uh, Heath, uh, it was encouraging. Okay. It sounded like I say, I was hearing from people last but night. But it was it a was, calf. It, it was a calf, and he was probably going to miss some time. Now, and he had maybe a missing groin some, going in. Yeah. Me, Antoine Woods, yes. Yeah, missing some time, you know, might mean he doesn't practice all week, and let's see what happens at the end of the week. But, you know, I, I, I wasn't – it was like, oh, no, they're going to need to do something. Is that, but that was last night, Mickey, and, and Coach talked this morning on 105.3. So. But he also qualified with, okay, let's see how it is when they wake up today. Yeah, so right, and that was times, when he left yesterday. Yeah, right. when you sleep on it, it right. gets worse. I can vouch for that. And uh, it was just a stinger for Heath. Right. Right. I thought he got – I thought he was going in concussion protocol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if we were doing Talking Lions today – they would probably be talking about, well, why didn't we throw the ball more? I mean, if you look at after that 32-yard run by Carryon Johnson <laughs> yeah. to start the game, the Cowboys yeah. shut down their run game is what sure we were did. talking about. Sure and if you look at their first two possessions of the game, they were focused on running on the first possession. They wound up punting. They came out throwing on their second possession, but then they got into the Cowboys into the field at the 45, and it was blunt for three, blunt for one, and an incompletion punt. And then when they threw the ball – they had success against the Cowboys' offense. But to y'all's point on Demarcus Lawrence and how big Demarcus Lawrence was as far as the pass defense is concerned, the one stop that they had in the second half, the first possession of the second half, was when Lawrence got a sack. Right. Uh, And the other two possessions that they had. And so also credit the Cowboys' offense for helping out the Dallas defense for once this season. 
with the sustained drives they had in the second half. The Lions only had three possessions in the second half. See, that, that, was, that was key to me, and that's why I wanted them to finish it off with a touchdown run. Because I I'm I got greedy. If you're gonna say you, you kill almost with how many with the drive kill eight minutes? Yes. yes. I was trying to kill eleven minutes is what I was trying to do. And and it, you know, and 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 it kind of played out that way. And then they got down there. I'm like, and I looked at Nate and I said, Nate, they've got to run it four times here, don't they? And he's like, Oh, absolutely, they're gonna run it four. You know, and then you kind of start going in, you know, what they were doing, and I'm like, and then it the, the pass to Rico, and I'm thinking, is that really a high you know, is that a high caliber play right there? Is that the right play? And, you know, and it just it, so many things bothered me. And, and again, I started having flashbacks to Green no, Bay. Look, man, if I it, mean, I'm thinking all this guy needs is one drive, you know, and one drive and let him get in position and he'll milk the clock down to nothing. And then you're, you got, and then you got nothing to work with. If they had not won that game. They had not converted on that final drive. And look, Dak needs a lot of credit for the presence of mind he had on that last drive to pick up that ball. and, and No question. I mean, that was, in some ways, the play of the game right there. Yes. Um, but if they hadn't won the game, that would have been the whole narrative. It would have been DEFCON 1 around okay, here about the play-calling situation down at the line of scrimmage, six-yard line. Why didn't he hand the ball to Zeke? I mean, it would have been... I know they, they wanted to figure... They wanted to run the best plays to score a touchdown. Okay, mm -hmm. but do you think it entered their mind at all that if we keep running it and we get down to third down or fourth down, whatever, you know, we're uh, we're gonna have a decision to make if it's fourth and a half yard, do we kick the field goal or or go for it? Okay, I'm, but if we do that, then the time is down so low that. It's down to two thirty left, and we're not going to have time with Stafford. Well, no, I just feel I feel like I feel like might be overthinking. I think, that. yeah. Him, See, but. to me, the drive is was a really good mix, you know, of the the running and how you know when you get down there. Yeah, they know you're going to hand the ball, but your line is coming off well. Your tight mm -hmm. ends are actually getting some blocks. I'm taking my chances that guy is going to get six yards on three carries. Well, I, I'm taking my he chance. Got two on the first play, and yeah. so he just needed four yards yeah. on the next two. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm just going to take my chance that you that's know that, that it's going to happen. But I, I'm not leaving Matthew Stafford any time to really work with. Or if you do leave him time, at least you have a big enough lead 20, where yeah, yeah, where he can't. He's going to have to score. He's going to have to onside kick. He's you know all these things are you know instead of just making a one score game. Oh, oh, the uh, one of the narratives from last week is how come we didn't run as much zone read? How come we didn't run zone read this week? How, have we have we not heard that question this week? They tried. You know, there were yeah. some times where That's he right. he handed it, he handed it, he handed it, and there you know he could have zone it. read might have worked down there. Sure, it could have. Sure, quarterback Especially. draw. Any, I mean, we saw quarterback draw in Carolina down mm -hmm. there. You know, I mean, so so uh, on that drive, shovel pass, anything you on know? that drive. They had a third and two. Zeke up the middle for seven. Yeah. They had a third and one. Zeke went off left tackle for two and yeah. first down. And when they were at that third and two, I was sitting there, and they're at the 42. I said to myself, okay, run it twice. Yeah. 42, if you don't get it, just run it again. Keep running it. Because it's too you're, – you're in that no man's land. Right. Do I punt? Right. Frank Reich, or do I yeah. go for it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and, then, and then bless his heart, he, he ices the kicker, and the guy misses it. Mm. <laughs> he gets a second chance. Oh, I didn't realize yes, that happened, yes, too. Yes, oh. uh, In case y'all missed it, Indianapolis, Frank Reich, they went for it on in overtime. It was like a 
precious 27 time. seconds, yeah. I think I heard. And so he goes for it on fourth and four at his own 43-yard line rather than punting it away in a tie game with 20 seconds left. And so tech, the, te- uh, the Texans stop it. They take over at the Indianapolis 43-yard line. They complete a 25-yard pass to Hopkins, got him down into field goal range, his chip shot basically, 38-yarder or something like that. And uh, and so then Reich ices the kicker, and he misses the kick. <laughs> Hold it. Timeout was called. So he gets a second chance and boots it through, and the Texans snap a nine-game losing streak, and that's your Cowboys' next opponent. Houston. Yeah, Texans gave up seven sacks in that game. Did they really? Gave up seven sacks. As a matter of fact, they lead the league in sacks given up. I think they got 17 now. So the hot hmm. boys, uh, the Cowboys yeah, aren't far get, behind. No, they've but, given up but, fourteen. I think. Yeah, but that's again. Here you are. You're dealing with a quarterback that is, played a little bit better this week. Yep. With Watson, but man, they got receivers again too. Yeah. I'm sure we'll yep. get in all that uh, coming here up in the next couple of days for sure. Brought back memories of Switzer in Philadelphia. <laughs> load, load left. left. Oh. Load left. Bad day at the office. <laughs> well, it was cold. They wanted to get off the field. You know, mm. it was windy too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, it all ended well, though, didn't it? Yes, it did. That's right. They won the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> by the grace of God. That's a lot of heartache way. along the road to uh-huh. the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That might have been the hardest Super Bowl ever won. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Not only to get there, but then to win it, too. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I've told the story, the scene in the coach's locker room afterwards, they were all strewn out on the floor. They weren't even sitting in their chairs. They were just on the floor against these benches, half undressed. And I said, it looked like a bunch of boat people that just landed. (laughs) I mean, they were so relieved to have won. There was no celebration. Do you think it was the same scene in the Cowboys locker room yesterday after (laughs) Brett Barber kicked the field goal? I knew one thing. (laughs) Nate and I were laughing about this because they showed the the owner's box. So Jerry held up there and I said, this decision affects that group right there. That's the question I had. Okay. Before that kick... Who had the biggest butterflies or lump in their stomach or wherever? Oh, Couldn't Jer- drive a nail up their rear? Jerry Jer- yeah. was, oh. was it the kicker? Oh, no, it was that box. The coach the or box. the owner's box? The owner's box. Yeah. The owner, Steve and Jer- all the owner's box, all those, all those folks up there, they, they knew what was on the line. Especially yeah, on, the the heels of, Did you on the see heels it? of Dan Bailey having a decent game yeah, on yeah. Thursday night for Minnesota. I think the yeah. least amount of pressure was on the kicker. Did you see I don't know about said? that one. Did you but, see what he said afterwards? Jerry? No. He said, I'm glad I wasn't trying to kick the field goal. I think that's as much pressure as you <laughs> oh can put on it. But some of it got left out. He was talking about how he had a lump in his stomach and yeah. his throat. And yeah, yeah. He said, there's no way I could have made it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's the drama. It's just a, just another Sunday hey, in the National Football League. He's eight for eight since that opening. I tell miss. you what, he's also what they call a flatliner. Yeah. I mean, have you listened to his yes. interview afterwards? He's a lot like Dan Bailey. Yeah. yeah I mean, those kickers say, oh, just, it's just one for one every time. That's a big kick. But he looked, That's a I lot mean, of pressure. You That's, go back and look at how relaxed he was on that kick. Yeah, I mean, Garrett said he could have drilled it from sixty the way he booted it, but but he just his body his there. body language. I, they, when they, I saw the replay, I was like, wow, he just looks 
so relaxed. And then in his interviews afterwards, I said, well, there's a flat line. Well, there's you, good. Which and is there's what you need to be when well you're Well played, kicker. though, game management at the end. I've always been critical of Garrett and this crew, but they got the ball over on the left hash. That's Obviously, right. they, they, Keith they, O'Quinn said, where do you want this football? And he said, put it on that left hash. You saw he, those kicks last yeah, week yeah, that yeah, were started no, right, and they I like, oh my God, he right back in. in. Yeah, I mean, so, it was clear that so, the left hash is his is his hash. Nice the job. one he missed faded to the right. Yeah. He hit it straight. That one he hit in Carolina yeah. went straight yep. at the yep. right upright, didn't curl. So, yep. yeah. All right, that does it for Talking Cowboys for this Victory Monday. We're back with more on Tuesday from the Star in Frisco. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?